What are the social media trends of 2022 and how do you keep up with it all? Join me this week with Grace Duffy with, of Restream as we chat all about the latest trends. Let's start the countdown. Welcome everyone, my name is Fanny Dunnigan and you are joining me live, whether it's good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're tuning in from, thank you for joining me. This is the show all about creator tips, tools, and tales, and it's all around content creation. And every other week, I join uh, content creators from across industries. Join me to share their tips, tools, and tales. So this is going to be an exciting episode. We're going to talk all about social media trends. But before we get to that, let's see who has who has joined us. Uh, oh, Jennifer Henderson from New York. Welcome, Jennifer. We have Marcello. Awesome. G. Hey, G. How's it going? Good to see you on here. Uh, Yolanda from Windy Frisco. Jewel Hudson from uh, DeSoto, Texas. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, 
let me know in the comments if you all are social media enthusiasts and uh, what you're tuning in from. And uh, I want to encourage everyone to introduce yourself, share with people what you do and your expertise, and network in the comments. There are amazing people and professionals and just fun, supportive people in the comments of this feed, and they're always open to connecting. So I challenge you to connect with three new connections here and expand your network and gain more connections and uh, introduce yourself and tell people what you do. And help me tag somebody. If you think there's somebody out there that you know that would be interested in learning the latest social media trends, please tag them in the comments and ask them to join us on the show. And in the meantime, I want to bring on our community manager and small. She's going to be in the comments helping me engage with you all because I can't keep up. <laughs> Welcome, Anne. Hello, hello everybody. And don't forget, there's going to be a prize for the best question. We're going to be looking at those comments. So absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And quick intro as to what you do. Let our audience know. Okay. Hello. I am Ann Small, the community manager here and also LinkedIn strategist. So I help you turn your content and your comments into actual clients. That's awesome. what I do. <laughs> and she keeps me organized here. <laughs> So thank you, Anne. So make sure you connect with Anne if you're not already, and uh, she'll be engaging with you all in the comments. I'll see you in the comments, Anne. Thank you. Okay. And also, you'll see in the comments, my marketing assistant, Rebecca Polford. Be sure to connect with her, recent grad, and uh, support her as well. Uh, as always, I have show notes for you all so that you can follow along. It will have my content tip of the week, as well as a place for you to jot down your notes and things that you're going to learn from our guest and as well, upcoming guests. So you're going to see the show notes in there. This is what they look like. Um, be sure to go to that bit.ly link that Anne and Rebecca are going to post out there. And um, soon I'm going to talk all about my content tip of the week. And this is where you can put in your notes. And then shout out to Quinton Alums, who will talk all about the art of storytelling in a few weeks. So be sure to go grab those show notes and go to that bit.ly link. Okay. And so it's time for the content tip of the week. So this week, I just came back from two weeks of trips and meetings and conference, and it's been a blur, um, but I'm also very thankful. I got to go to Paris for one of my client meetings to meet with their global marketing teams and share video tips, as well as to Orlando to help with one of my clients' conferences. And so I thought I'd share a tip around the types of content that you can get from 
going to events and conferences. Now that things are opening up, there's all kinds of great content that you can create out of the events that you're attending, whether you're the organizer or you're the attendee. And so I created a top 10 list of content that you can create from events. So make sure you go grab it from the show notes and that link that is being put into the comments. Um, so the very first thing that you can do when you're at a conference or event is to take photos of the setup, get behind the scenes photos. People love to see kind of like behind the scenes and what's going on and whether you're setting up for the events or like just things that are happening logistically behind the scenes. So number one, grab those behind the scenes photos and clips. Number two, walk through the venue, get your camera and record behind the scenes of like a walkthrough of the venue. If it's a huge conference, walk the aisles and show people what some of the booths are like and things like that. Number three, if your company has branded giveaways, notebooks, pens, uh, little tchotchkes and Rubik's cubes and cups and mugs, take photos of all that with your company's logo. They're great, you know, branded kind of content that you can post later on. Number four, take photos of your booths and your meetings and the crowd and the people that are attending. Number five, take photos of the keynote speakers because later on you can tag them and, you know, talk about the takeaways that you got from them. Number six, you can do video recordings of the presenters, right? If your company is doing demos and presentations, make sure you record those presentations because then you can chop it up afterwards and make micro content out of that. Number seven, take photos of people you meet, right? And then you can tag them later on when you post about them. That's a great way to increase your network as well as to highlight somebody that you met or learned from. Number eight, if there are tourist attractions uh, in the city that you're visiting, make sure you take some photos of that. People love to see fun photos and video clips. Number nine, parties and entertainment. If there's like, um, you know, one of the conferences I went to, they closed down Universal Studios for this conference. And so we were able to like ride on the rides and enjoy a concert. And so I took tons of photos of that for posting. And number 10, I always like to have like a parting shot. Like whether it's like the plane flying off or you're in the car driving away, that's a great clip to close out your conference or meeting or event. So those are all great ways to promote and uh, share about the events that you have. So I know I went through that really quick. So be sure to grab the show notes. They're all there in a list. And um, just go to that link to grab all those notes the next time you go to an event. And that's my content tip of the week. Okay, so we are, we have so many other new people that joined us. Welcome, Tina. Thank you for joining us uh, on the show. And uh, people are introducing themselves. We have Julia from Orlando. Hey, welcome, Julia. Uh, realtor. That's awesome. I bet there's a lot of realty uh, events that are coming up. 
uh, Alicia. Oh, a professional voice actor. That is so cool. Welcome. Welcome, Alicia. Okay. So let's get to the star of the show. I want all of you to join me in welcoming Grace Duffy to the show. She is the video content manager at Restream. Grace, welcome. Thank you. It is an honor to be here today. I'm just watching all these comments flooding in and I'm getting so like, oh, so excited and a little nervous. I think everyone gets a little nervous before You're they go live. Awesome. Yeah, well, you go live all the time. Does the nerves ever turn off or is it always there? No, I think I'm always nervous, but I tend to over prepare and I'm really big on like my show notes and as you are as well, because I could tell in our planning meeting that you and I are like the same <laughs> sister, but same with the, with the planning and the and the show notes. So yeah, awesome. but it's been it's so it's fun. I love producing this, but this is such a great topic. I was so honored for you to invite me to talk about this, and I was a little nervous because I was like, oh, "What are the trends? <laughs> what are they? Who's going to tell me?" So I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, let me read people your bio first because sure. you have you know amazing experience. Grace Duffy is the video content manager at Restream. And we happen to be using Restream right here for our live stream, yay! Where she leads the growth strategy and development of the company branded YouTube channel with a mix of live broadcasts, tutorials, and live product demos. And she is also the producer of the Social Media News Live. And that's why I thought she would be the perfect guest to talk about social media news. And is a skilled content creator with experience in video, blogging, podcasting, audio, and social media. Right? Folks, don't you think she's the perfect guest for this topic today? 2022 <laughs> social media trends. How did you get here, Grace? How uh, did really you <laughs> by accident and being in the right place at the right time? So I will tell you, I launched, I started my career wanting to work in traditional advertising. Like I wanted to make sexy car ads. I wanted to be Don Draper, except without the bad stuff, like just the fun. Like the like I really wanted to be in advertising, but I happened to come up at a time when digital marketing and online marketing was just taking off. And I started off like doing display ads like literally in our it was called new media at the time can you believe it it was called new media and i remember going up to our third floor and being like what is an ad what size you know, like really breaking it down you know and then taking the next step and when my job to like the next critical step into social media but there wasn't really social media the way it is today it was um you know it was again display ads and i actually have been in this industry long enough that I launched the Travelocity Gnomes MySpace page. <laughs> it was the first time anyone had like, wow. yeah, it was just like, I love that gnome. We all know that gnome. <laughs> yes. I still have the gnome. I have gnomes everywhere in my house. So, and like back then social media was MySpace, Yahoo 360. I took some time off, uh, you know, to start a family and I started blogging. Uh, Tina was there actually, Tina in the comments, she was one of the we, we, we started blogging together back in the day. And of course, um, that led the way into blogging campaigns, which is now what we know of as influencer marketing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so started doing wow. more social media, launched my own social media. Um, at the time, it was uh, a you know, social media agency, but it was at the time, it was mostly working with bloggers and blogger campaigns. 
I started getting into live video four years ago when I was working at uh, Social Media Examiner, which is a industry news site and a big conference. They do as uh, Social Media Marketing World every year. And uh, I was their live video. I was their uh, producer and co-host of the social media marketing talk show. I have to get like the names right. Um, and then now I work at Restream where I drive our YouTube growth and strategy, but also continue doing a live show on social media marketing because it's just so fascinating. And it's never, it's you know, just when I'm always changing. like, yeah, it's always changing. And just when I'm like, okay, I'm done. We've done everything. Like something new happens. So it is definitely uh, a interesting world to keep track of. But uh, so, yeah, I've pretty much done it all. I did audio for a while. Yeah. So I've, I've seen a few things. <laughs> and I actually first, I guess, I mean, we met through Scott Simpson, shout out to yep. Scott Simpson yes. um, of Video Marketing World. But when I saw you, I realized I actually have seen you on Social Media Examiner, yep. all those videos and podcasts. Yep. And like, it's like, sometimes I hear your voice in my car and I didn't <laughs> even know it, you know, because I listened to my podcasts um, in the car. and. Um, it's funny, right? Like when you create enough content, like people just seep into your brains, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that was like in going live did not come natural. I mean, it, I love doing it. I absolutely love doing it. But when they first told me you need to go live now as the co-host, I was like, uh, I don't know what. So those first few times were pretty scary. But now I just absolutely love it. And it's yeah. and it's because of things like we're seeing here in the sidebar, like the, the, all these comments, these people, the interaction, like I just I can't so supportive. Yes. Again, so thankful for this community. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love so hearing from them. I love yeah. hearing everything they have going on here. I'm just like, I want to know what I want to know what they think. So I like this cool. term that Gabe Leal, Gabe, shout out to you, live stream extraordinaire. He says, <laughs> uh, I love the style that you ladies usually share. I call this trend boutique streamers. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> boutique, boutique streamers. streamers. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I love that. He is in charge of my branding from now on. You in charge of my personal branding from now there on. There you go. I'm You're hired. Streamer. Hired. Hired on the spot. See? Uh, so <laughs> let's look back, right? Like, like, and you mentioned a bit already, right? Some of the things that you've seen over the last decade. Yeah. Um, and now we have so many new platforms. Yes. And like, what have you kind of seen as kind of like the biggest changes over the last decade? of social media? Well, I think that definitely the thing that really draws people to social media is the community, right? Like you go there to talk to people, to engage with the world, to know what's going on. And I don't think that has changed. Whatever, you know, whatever, um, whatever changes, I don't think that that has changed at all. Like, I think people are still going online. They're still craving that connection. They're still craving that access to people. And now that access is getting closer. Uh, you know, here we are on this live show, which was something that we wouldn't have been able to do like a decade ago. The technology just wasn't there. And now we're able to interact with people in real time, uh, answer their questions and engage with them. So I definitely think the, the gap between people is getting smaller. Now, of course, we both work for businesses. We both work for companies. You know, I know you do a lot of work on LinkedIn in particular. So we can't really hide from the marketing aspect of it. Like these the social media sites have become this place where we also find out about new products, uh, new services, connecting with different people and growing our businesses. And I don't know about you, but I wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for social media and what is yeah. provided, right? So yeah, 
we and we kind of get our news from social media now. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that's my oh. dog whining. <laughs> he, he wants to be part of the conversation. We welcome yeah, dogs and small children. He wants to be petted. <laughs> he wants to be petted. Um, but uh, I mean, instead of going to the TV or even to a news channel, we're going to our social media feeds for news, even right? Yeah. And the latest updates. Um, Brayden Daniels in the comments says, uh, you really need a PhD now to figure out social. (laughs) In a way, yeah, there's so many options. Um, And that's what we want to discuss today, right? Like you do your social media news live. Um, I do want to share that actually with people here. Um, Talk a little bit about your social media news live site. Yes. So Social Media News Live is a weekly roundup. Or, well, it's a weekly news show on uh, what's new in the social media industry. Uh, yeah, our website needs a little help. So <laughs> that's Jeff. He is my co-host, Head Beard. And then Eric is one of our uh, buddies who helps us out every once in a while. So he's great. So we all uh, met because of social media through different avenues and have had the opportunity to work with and get to know a lot of the people in these industries. And so we have an opportunity to bring them onto our show and interview them on their topics. And so like last week, we talked all about uh, live shopping on Amazon Live with our friends, uh, Dealcasters, Jim Fuse and, and Chris Stone. Before that, we had amazing Stephanie Liu talking about yes. producing I need a to live get Stephanie show. on this show. Oh my gosh. She is amazing and she can convince you to buy anything anything <laughs> like Stephanie says buy this I buy it right so, <laughs> so it is good uh, yeah so it's just a really great opportunity I guess to talk to my <clears throat> friends but let's be honest it's free consulting what you know if I need help with something I'm like hey why don't we have like a community manager on our show so, yeah. <laughs> and tomorrow we go live on uh Fridays at 10 a.m 10 a.m central um and uh, tomorrow we're actually interviewing our, our, our friend Mitch Dong, who is the head of community at a new site called a new app called Volley, which is yes. uh, really shaking things up when it comes to community collaboration and communication. Quite frankly, so we can get into a little bit more of that. So yeah, it's just been a really great opportunity. And you know, looking back now, watching you scroll through our YouTube channel, like we there's have so much here, guys. Like. So the- Rebecca and Anne are going to post the link to this. This is the social media news live YouTube channel. And like, there's everything on here and Amazon live selling Pinterest, um, writing clickable copy, upgrading your social media. Like guys, like this is a whole library and it's like this hidden secret. And so (laughs) we need to tell everybody about this. Um, It's amazing. So. Come join us. It's 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 fun. And then, uh, yeah, we love. And my favorite thing about it is that we have a really great community around the show, similar to your community here, very engaging. And we yeah. wouldn't do it except for them. I mean, it is like we have such a great community. So we'd love for you guys to join us there. And it's on Friday, awesome. so it doesn't conflict with your show. <laughs> <laughs> so, out of all this content, let's talk about the top six trends of social media in 2022. Where do you want to start, Grace? Oh, let's start with my uh, uh, guilty pleasure, TikTok. 
my friend over at TikTok. So I know our, our friend Austin Armstrong, that's Armstrong. his big right? Yes. Is that his big thing? So. Yes. And help me tag Austin Armstrong in here. He is amazing. Well, maybe if we Go say on, his name three times, he'll he'll show up. So yeah. Austin. 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 Yeah. So I know that this show is geared towards creators and creating tips for creators. And there's no better place right now for creators than TikTok specifically. I'm talking to you, TikTok specifically. So yes. they have been launching a lot of new tools lately directed at helping creators create more and create better content. And also important, being able to connect with brands, because we know that, um, you know, smaller, in, like bigger influencers are great, but it's the smaller influencers that are really making the biggest impact when it comes to uh, selling brands or selling products and, and like really engaging with their audience. And it's because of this, it's because of what we're seeing right now in the comments, because you can talk to each other, we get to know each other, people that watch your show week after week, they know you, they get to like, you know, and so if you tell them, get this product, try this thing, they're going to believe you because they have seen you, they know you, they feel like they do. Um, they feel like they um, can trust you, which is really important. Yeah. So there's that magic word, trust. Trust. Right? Yeah. So I want to talk about some of the tools that TikTok has actually rolled out. So like just this week, they rolled out something called branded mission, which um, you have to be 18 or over and um, at least a thousand uh, subscribers or not subscribers. I'm sorry thousand what do they call them followers on there <laughs> see i can't even get the get confused but about a thousand followers on there and to become eligible which is a pretty you know uh reasonable bar and the idea is to allow smaller content creators small quote unquote content creators get the attention of brands and brands to get their attention so as to generate more user generated content for brands and help these smaller creators so to speak get brand deals and connect closer to the brands. They're also rolled out something called a credit tool. So there is some controversy. Um, there's always been controversy on TikTok about who really gets credited for things like the dance moves or original sounds and stuff. And so now, you know, they want to give credit where credit is due. So they're rolling out this credit tool. So if you're a creator on there and you come up with something completely original and people are using it for their duets or they're, they're using the audio of it, you get credit. It comes back to you. It says, hey, this is, you know, it brings it back to you. And also... Wow. Uh, along with other sites, I mean, YouTube has been doing this, Instagram, Facebook is doing this, but they also have a very generous creator fund where they are looking to actually support creators doing yeah. what they're doing because they know uh, better than any other site, I think right now, that the heart of this community is the creators. What brings me to it every mm -hmm. day is these, watching these people. It's the content. People. Yeah, it's right? the content, right? It's the content. I'm not, and you know, they've started getting more ads, but that's okay. You know, I, I know they need to make their money, but, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm on there. It's free. I mean, yeah. they got to make money somewhere. I yeah. get that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and even then, like the ads are so creative and they're so funny because they real the people that advertise on there. Mm -hmm. really get it right they really get the the culture they really get the um the vibe <laughs> you know they get the humor over there and i think they have a pretty high bar when it comes to advertising on there as well so even the ads are are interesting to me and then there's a lot more branded content which i don't mind because i like yeah. i like seeing that stuff right so well let's take an example okay so one of our frequent um 
supporters of the show is Jennifer Henderson. Jennifer, I'm going to give you a shout out because I she is a bookkeeper and financial uh, accounting kind of uh, support for people, right? And so she's not on TikTok yet, but for someone like that who's like a professional um, and you know providing these kind of services, in like one minute, how would you kind of like give a piece of advice of how she could, you know, create some stuff on TikTok around her services. You know what I love watching on TikTok? Excel hacks. Yes. Like Miss Excel. Excel hacks. There's a Miss Excel. Yeah. Yes. There's a like, girl that like talks <laughs> Excel tips. Yes. Yeah. There's several people to do it. Um, I think like bookkeeping book and financing tips. I mean, if you want to talk about that kind of stuff, right? There's a lot of, you know, like hacks, things you do to like make your day job um, more efficient, right? So little things yeah. that are come second nature to you, but have become like a habit, right? You don't even think about it anymore. Like, I don't know about it. I don't do bookkeeping, right? Yeah. Like, but we all need could, to as businesses. Yes, we all need to as businesses, definitely. But, you know, even if like you're managing a household budget, what are some tips, uh, you know, you have because like, uh, for managing all of those incoming, I don't know, receipts, right? Like that come into your household, right? If you've got a, definitely if you have a family, I mean, we're, you know, we're buying this, we're buying that. How do you keep track of all these things? So you can just like day-to-day -day hacks, um, you know, just a, like, a insight into her day or how she got into what, like what she does. Like, how did, yeah. how did you get into bookkeeping? What, you know, or things that make, you know, I, bookkeeping seems like, uh, seems like something that's just like, oh, bookkeeping, right? What what are something exciting about your job? Or yeah. like, you know, kind of poke fun if that's yeah. her if that's her sensibility, right? To poke fun at like, oh, I'm this like, I you know, I, I take it to like, you know, all that housewife content, right? Like, oh, I'm yeah. just this boring housewife. And like, but what's funny about it? What's interesting? Yeah. So I think there's Very a lot of ways to take something that seems pretty ordinary to you and make it really exciting to someone else. And then you can have a lot of fun with like, uh, you know, with music and layering overlays or, you know, what's a day in your life like? So I think that definitely. Um, yep. Jennifer, free tips from Grace Duffy. <laughs> I think so that was just random, random brainstorming. So. <laughs> but there, I mean, everything you said is valuable. That's exactly how to get started, right? Oh um, I want to shout out Gabe. He said, uh, ask Grace what her favorite thing about working with Restream and with her co-host, Jeff. Well, yeah, co-host Jeff, like we get along seamlessly. We just have this amazing chemistry and it's a dance, right? We talk about live video as being this dance. Like we just know each other's cues. We've worked with, we've worked together so often that he knows when I'm about to say something. He knows when I'm about to sneeze, right? <laughs> he knows like, uh, and also he, he edits my, he edits our audio because <laughs> it's also a podcast, right? So I'll be like, no, if I he's like, I got it. <laughs> so <laughs> like, it. Uh, so I think it's just that seamless relationship that we've built over time. Now, what I love mm. about Restream is uh is the people that work there but i think mm. for you know as far as the customer goes our live 24 7 customer support is amazing they are amazing i just i didn't know that yeah. i need and, to go to that <laughs> and it is live and it's right there built in the tool so where it says in the studio need help just click yes. on it and it'll give you the option to either go to one of our support channels or support uh, help pages right with articles 
or to talk to someone live. And there is um, a live human being that will talk to you any time of day. Um, I know that because I've tested it with myself <laughs> when I've had a problem with something. And they are so attentive and so patient and so kind. And um, I, I just think that that's something that really sets us apart from um, sets us apart from any other place I've ever worked. So uh, awesome. I really, I really love that. And the people that are working on the products truly care about it. I think that it is one of the- And they're users of it. So it's yes. like they're, they walk the talk. Yes, yes, yes. We are, we are users. We are, we are definitely uh, users of the products. <laughs> practitioners, we're practitioners. That's there you right. go. Uh, here's another question from the audience from Tina. She says, if you could make a tech prediction for the next year, what would it be? Oh, that's very broad. Tech mm. prediction. Around social media. Hmm. There's so much. Well, of course, uh, you know, I'm going to have to say live video, right? Live video is just going to get faster. We're going to get more tools. And I think we're going to get more tools to make it easier to do live video. I mean, we're looking at one right now, Restream, of course. But then, you know, we work with a lot of, uh, we partner with a lot of other companies, bless you, that, um, that make it easier to take this live video. So take this hour long live show that we're doing and cut it up into uh, micro content, my, you know, uh, and distributing it immediately to social media. Right. So we work with a, uh, one of our one of my favorite companies right now is, is Descript. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but they basically will take your yes. video. Yes. So they'll take your video and like and it works just like Google Docs. It'll just chunk it out. It has all this like smart stuff in it that takes out the us and the ums. Uh, and it'll just chop it up so that you can get this perfect audiogram or this perfect highlight clip. We use it all the time on all of our live shows. And so I think we're going to see more of that. There was another company, yeah. gosh, I can't think of their name, which is not it's a disservice to them, but they basically take those video chunks and then they list like automatically post them to social media for you at the best time. Like their AI wow. knows the best time to post it for you and we'll just take the video content and post it for you. So like, we're not talking about this live show, but like, Let's say we do this show. I say something brilliant, <laughs> maybe, right? You take that clip and you can distribute yeah. it at the best time that's optimal for your. And so I think we're going to see more wow. tools that make it efficient, more efficient and faster to use video, but then also um, also appeal to people uh, that learn differently. So uh, I heard a term this week that I really loved called neuroinclusive. So oh. and I never thought about it. I talk about this all the time, but now I have a neat little term to use it. And basically, it's just that everyone learns and takes in information differently. So some people mm. like to read. Some people yes. want to talk one on one. Some people need it like needed step by step tactile. And I think that we're going to see more tools that allow you to diversify your content more so that you can reach people at each of these, like not even not only where they are on social media, but where they are in terms of how they want to take in and absorb information. Awesome. Okay, let's go to the second trend. What is the second trend? Oh, let me see. <laughs> I had to talk about. I got so I was reading your comments. So yeah. I know there's so many comments coming in. There's so oh many questions. God. I'll get to those. I promise, guys. <laughs> but let's let's go to the second well, social I like, media trend. I like Brandon's question here. Are reels and stories considered micro content? Yes, I believe so. Yes. And so that's another, that's another big trend is we're seeing a lot more uh, micro content, smaller, short form storytelling. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and why do you think that is? 
I'll give you, I'll let you guess. Why do you think that is? We're impatient. Yes. <laughs> and we have short attention spans. Yes. So I love the video content that we create over at Restream. I think our videos are, you know, somewhere between two minutes to seven minutes, depending on what type of content it is. Yeah. But, you know, we, I, you know, I look at the YouTube stats. I see, you know, what, what is a good, healthy, like, you know, uh, view, view duration, right? Uh, and on YouTube in general, right, of course. But um, people will watch a one-minute or three-minute video without a doubt all the way to the end and probably watch it over and over again. And I think it's 93% of brands, this is a Sprout Social survey, uh, it was like of in their survey, 93 of 93% of the brands said that people that watch their short-form content made a sale. They made a sale. They went through and bought whatever it is they were selling or they made a purchase on their brand. So it is also a direct way to uh, draw people into your brand or your product, or if you're a content creator, your content, right? To draw, you know, and to direct that traffic over there. But it's a good taste for people to get to know you. Um, it's also a really good opportunity for you know, storytelling. There is a unique yeah. skill to be able to tell a story within 30 seconds, 20 seconds, five seconds, yeah. but we've seen it done, right? We've seen it. Um, I, I don't remember. I don't know if you remember Vine. That was like six minutes, right? It eventually <laughs> went away, but it was just like six minutes. What can you do at six minutes? Well, to this day, I think Vine has been closed for several years now. To this day, my children's favorite content and their teenagers is watching real, like highlight reels of Vines and they watch it on YouTube. <laughs> Oh. You know, so there's just something about that succinct, easy storytelling that really drives home. But you're absolutely right. People have shorter attention spans, but also more than that, there's a lot of places to look at stuff. And I'm just like, yes. I don't have an hour to like, <laughs> I don't have like four minutes to watch this video, but I'll watch, I'll watch this one minute video four times. <laughs> I know, right? It, it, your brain like tricks you into thinking that. And actually, speaking of timing, we have a question from um, Secret Bridgewater. Hey, Secret, it's been a while, but she and I connected a few years ago. She says, are there apps that can schedule TikToks, this kind of short form content? Not that I know of. I think TikTok mm -hmm. is still very much focused on a mobile uh, experience, but I could be wrong. I just have not heard of any that schedule. We can ask Austin Armstrong. We could ask Austin Secret. Armstrong. Go look up Austin Armstrong and ask him that. <laughs> He's our TikTok expert. Uh, so Reverend David Baca says, what's the name of that software that breaks your into smaller chunks? It's called Descript or Descript. Descript. Yeah. And so it will um, there go. check them out. They have a great YouTube Descript. channel that'll give you tutorials on how to use it. I cannot do it justice in this like little segment, but check it yeah. out. It's been invaluable. I use it all the time. Awesome. Uh, David Ball says, as someone new to social media, what is a good, simple platform to give out content and get noticed? I would push that back to you and find and ask you what type of content are you creating and where do you want to drive people? Mm. Yeah. What do you want to talk about, David? And yeah, then put us. that in the in the comments and then we'll bring up your question again. Yeah. Okay. Um, number. So right now we have TikTok, number one trend, micro content. Number two, which are like the shorts and reels and stories, and then short form storytelling. Number three yep. trend. What is number four? 
Well, we talked a little bit about the creator economy. So I will I will say, I will mention again that YouTube, Snapchat, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok all have some sort of creator fund. Um, and of all of these creator funds, uh, micro-influencers, which are you know, the smaller content creators, uh, account for $13.8 billion of revenue <laughs> within this industry. And we're talking influencers with under 15,000 followers tend to have the highest engagement rates. And that's according to another study by Sprout Social. So, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't get on these platforms and think, oh, you know, what am I going to do? Use this time to like pick one, try to build up an audience, see if it works for you. And then as a creator, and then, you know, see where it goes, work, you know, have an opportunity to work with brands, depending on what your goals are, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's there, there it is, it is the time for creators. I think, these websites are realize uh, these sites are yeah. realizing that you know they can't do this without our content because they tried doing feeds with just ads and we did not like it. So. Yeah, yeah, and I think even Anne can speak to it in the comments. But I think she got approached by Facebook um, for reels, right? As a creator, and so uh, Anne, you should talk about that in the comments, right? There, these platforms are approaching creators to incentivize them to create even more, right? Yeah. Yeah, they want to support you because I don't know if you've ever tried to do a TikTok. I haven't, but it would take me forever. I've directed them and I've like directed the content on them, but like yeah. it would take us forever. It would take me forever to do it. Oh, David responded. He said, content is health and fitness, wellness hacks, and you're stronger than you know. Well, mm -hmm. my second question to you is what type of content that you want to create? I mean, you can definitely, uh, I'm interviewing someone next week that, has a Pilates business and like she is Pilates instructor to the stars, but she refuses to leave her house. Well, I don't say refuses. She will not travel. She does everything, everything like on live video, like video conferencing. And back before she's a restream user, of course, but uh, back before the, there was restream. So before it existed, she did it on Skype. <laughs> like, Oh so my she gosh. Is old, I haven't yeah. heard that word in a long time. <laughs> I know, right? So uh, what does Zoom have that it doesn't? Uh, so, um, and she is like, I, I think she's an interesting person because like some of her, like one of her clients is like Donna Karen. So that's the type of caliber of clients that she has. Wow. She does not leave her house. So she's doing these longer things. Now she's doing really well, she says on Facebook and on LinkedIn. Now, depending mm. if you're interested in, in uh, doing a lot of that short form content, I see a lot of fitness tips and hacks just every day um, on, on TikTok, you know, and then you can also do yeah. the same thing on YouTube shorts or on Instagram. Like for instance, there's a chef, he's a runner and he's a chef. And so he comes in and he'll just like come in from a run looking all gross. You know, I don't think he's gross, but he thinks he's gross and he just cooks chicken. Or he cooks like he's like, and he's obsessed with Chipotle. So he's just like, I don't want to pay for Chipotle. So I'm going to make this Chipotle dish. And then he just makes it in 30 seconds. And he just talks about like the carbs and, you know, oh, I, I need to cut down on my, I need to get more protein in. And here's a good way to sneak that in. 30 seconds he does this. And I'm like mesmerized and also obsessed with Chipotle. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Or, or like the, I mean, that there's a former lawyer, right? That yeah. tells stories of her childhood and at the same time she's cooking vegan korean food or something oh, right yes, yes. yeah and so yeah. i i love the mixing don't you yeah. of like content nowadays like we could be talking about cooking but or we could be cooking but talking about a career story right yeah and that kind of like 
you know, overlay of different things, but it works. My favorite is uh, refurbishing furniture. Uh, and then the audio is a true crime story. I love it. Oh. <laughs> it. It feeds our like brains that want constant stimulation, doesn't it? Yeah. And it, 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 you know, it's kind of that sense of like, you know, when you have, when you need to have a hard conversation with someone, they always say like, do it in the car because you don't have to face each other. You can just like, there's Austin. Sorry. There's Austin. Yay. Austin. Austin. We summoned people. him. People want to know, can you schedule TikToks? Is there a tool that you can schedule TikToks? I said I was not aware of any, but that doesn't mean they don't exist. No, they don't. So everyone, Austin is the TikTok expert and we summoned him (laughs) through tagging. It's the constant repetition of TikTok, Fanny. That's what it was. Um, Brayden has a question. Sure. I mean, there's just so many trends, right? Should Mm -hmm. we swim in this river of social trends or should we pick and choose? I think you should pick and choose. I was going to close off the show with talking about this, but I will talk about it now. I think it is vital, no matter what you're doing, to do a social media audit. And you need to do it every mm. quarter, if not every, you know, and if you can't do that, every six months at least, right? And I think it's important to figure out all the social media platforms that you're on now, right? And figure out who the audience is, how it's working for you, what is the content. Um, if you're building a brand, making sure that your branding and your messaging and your language is consistent on all across all across those channels, and then deep and dive into the analytics. What are your top posts on there? What has performed well? What is performing well across all of these channels that isn't doing well, that isn't, that may not be doing well in this other one, right? And then once you have this audit done, I, there's a lot of places. I'm just, I'm just skimming over those because there's a lot of uh, articles and things on there on how to do a social media audit, and it will take you step by step how to do it. But then once you have assessed where you are, now you have better equipped to figure out where you want to go next. And mm-hmm. so then that's when you start looking at new platforms. Like, should I get in TikTok? Well, how have your other content been doing for you, right? And if you're seeing that like Facebook isn't doing great for you anymore, but like, you know, your videos are doing great. Well, why don't we take some of this video, edit it down to like the 30 second core chunk and then publish it on TikTok, see if it works, right? To experiment. Mm-hmm. And um, I always say like, try something for 90 days. And I don't mean like 90 days of like, oh, let's set it up, like publish it, keep publishing for 90 days and see how it goes. And I think that's the best thing. So yes, ride the trends, but do it in a way that works for you. Love it. Okay. Let's go to, so just to recap for those that are just joining us, some of the trends that we've already talked about, number one was TikTok for sure. And uh, we have a resident expert in the comments, Austin Armstrong around that. Number two, micro content, tiny pieces of 30 second content. Um, Number three was short form storytelling, right? Number four is this rise of the creator economy and all these incentives for creators. What would be number five, Grace? Live shopping. Live shopping, which is set to be a $25 billion industry by next year. $25 billion. Now, we've already Tell seen a lot is. of... Tell, define what this means, live selling, live shopping. Well, uh, it's basically like QVC. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you get on there, you're like, well, here's this, you know, here's this drink. And let, let me show you how I use it. And I open it up here and I do all this, right? And... Um, I think the best place is that you can see this happening now and happening in the best way possible. Now, 
like Instagram, Facebook is trying to be doing this. I, I think there's some, you know, some of the stuff on TikTok, but look at Amazon Live. Just go to Amazon and in your bar, go to live streams and see what's happening there. And you will see a wealth of content of Amazon influencers. You do have to be accepted into the Amazon influencer program to uh, be able to do this, but you'll see influencers of all kinds talking about products, you know, and then they have a little carousel on the bottom where, you know, if I'm talking about this, like, you know, my little, my little water bottle here, right. Then I'd have a link to it down below. And then guess who gets credit for that sale? Me. So, and it is, um, I think it's where it's happening most, but we're seeing a lot of success. This, there's been, this is not new. Uh, they've been doing this in uh, Asia, definitely in China for the last several years. They're a little bit further ahead of us. So you can see articles online about how they've been doing it. And so that they've been trying to bring it over to, um, to, uh, to the US. And I think that if you really want to dive deep into this, I would look up Stephanie Liu. Uh, who we mentioned earlier, and she is doing a uh, really great, she's doing a show right now on um, our friends over at Ecamm. They, she does a show called Showrunner, which is all about producing and creating your own live video shows. Uh, another uh, good example of this is Dealcasters. So um, they're called just Dealcasters on Amazon. And they do, a, I think they broadcast daily on Amazon with different products, uh, different things. And they're also teaching people how to uh, live selling. And so wow. the point is, is that the tighter you can make that connection between seeing your content and making a sale, the faster you you bridge that gap for customers, the faster it is for them to buy from you, the, the immediacy. So um, I think any, any type of business can embrace social selling. So uh, there's also different ways you can do this with Shopify. Uh, you know, you can create a Shopify store for yourself and for, um, you know, and if you've got your own merchandise or you're selling courses. And so there's a lot of people doing things uniquely and you don't even have to be selling a physical product. You could be selling consulting. Yeah. Uh, uh, you could be selling like, um, oh, there's this photographer I keep getting ads for, but she's basically like, the problem we all have is like, do you have to take your own selfies? Like, oh, you know, we all, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I am not married to an Instagram husband, right? Like, he takes no, photos like this. Neither am I. Right? He takes photos like I this. I look horrible like, when my husband oh takes my photos. God, I was just like, we don't need that much chin. So, uh, yeah, and it's just these guides, right, that she sells. But yeah, it's a digital product. And, like, I see her ad on Facebook. I click on it, and it takes me to the sales page, and it yeah. says, you can have this, and then you can have this. And it is just, like, a bunch of guides on how to take selfies how to do your lighting, how to, you know, how, how, where to put your hands, where do we put hands these days, right? Like, where do you go? So, yeah. I know. And we live in this kind of world, right? Um, and, and honestly, like, there has been so many Instagram influencers that have got me to buy some useless kitchen gadget. I'm oh a sucker God. for kitchen gadgets. Yes. And, yes. um, but it's because of those ads. And yeah. I guess it's volume, right? Because what do you, you get like a little percentage of the sale, right? Um, and then you get your money over time when you have that volume. Is that yeah. how it works? Yeah, definitely. If you're using, if you're going to a third party, now, I don't know, like these, like 
YouTube and uh, Instagram really haven't revealed what percentage, you know, because mm. of course they do this for free for a while and they try to get people in. And then later on, they'll drop the bomb of like, you know, we're taking 30% of your sales, right? Yeah. So, but then you're stuck on there. So I think the best thing to do too is to just, uh, you know, if you have a website, bring people back into your website, use it to yeah. build, use, use it as a lead generator, right? So this photographer is definitely selling these like, selfie kits, but you better believe she's getting my email and my address and my phone number when I order. And, yes. You know, and then she's building that data a, too, right? She's building that list. And so, um, and I know Amazon like will give you a, a certain percentage, but these sites right now is the time to do this because these sites are not, they're letting you take all the proceeds for the most part, because they're trying to build this up, right? Everyone wants to win this battle of like, live shopping everyone wants to be that go-to yeah. place like pinterest has it like you know pinterest definitely right if i if i see something on pinterest and i can't buy it right away i get very angry <laughs> right so instagram um but then it once amazon joined the uh entered the arena it was just like okay all would you say pinterest is like the 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 latest trend as well i mean pinterest used to be like you know how to decorate a cake or like mm -hmm how to organize your wedding. But now I see like services, like business services yeah. on Pinterest. Pinterest is a What are you seeing on Pinterest? You do not sleep on Pinterest. It is amazing. It has such a long tail on content, right? So because of what do the you mean way by that, that people, well, because of the way people are saving things, right? So I've been on Pinterest since they started. So I don't even know what year that was. So I have pins in there from the beginning of time. And you better believe I still go back to those pins and I'm like, oh, yeah, I really like that sofa. I wonder if it's still available, you know, or I really like that. So if I was someone was selling the sofa, like they made this piece of content five years ago and now I'm buying it like five years later. Right. So and oh, then of course there's the longevity of it. Yep. And there's ah. also the uh, seasonality. Right. So, uh, you know, we're about to go into summer. Guess what I'm guess what I'm looking up? fun things to do in summer. Guess whose content, mm -hmm. like, you know, you posted it two years ago, but it's still relevant right. today, right? Or your vacation or whatever. Uh, so yeah, it just has a long tail. And then they also produce, oh, I love Pinterest. They also produce a lot of their own research because people don't really take them as a social media site anymore. And they don't want to be, they want to be a search tool, you know, uh, a, a discovery see. tool, right? So yeah. they produce a lot of their own, um, they have a trends tool where you can just see like, oh, you know, I want to do, create content about health and fitness. Like, what are the trends when it comes to health and fitness? Well, da da da, da right? Every year mm -hmm. they post a, a like, what are the trends? And it's based on their own data of like what trends are are popular. And it's stuff detailed like, I forgot what it was. It was in January when we did this show, but it was like, they're really into comfy core. So like big pillows fluffy things, right? Like anything ah. comfortable. So if I'm creating content and I'm trying to sell like my uh, design services, I'm going to lean into that comfort, right? So uh, that is that is Intel that Pinterest is giving you free of charge. So there you go. How many people in the audience use Pinterest still? I'm very curious. <laughs> Olivia, Olivia in the audience, Pinterest for business is great. Awesome. We have a question from Braden. He said, uh, storytelling. I've seen content where the creator plays different characters in the videos. Seems entertaining. Oh, that's when like 
you have a conversation, right? Like yeah. between mother yeah. and son or like client and customer, right? Yeah. Or client and consultant. Uh, do you think it's worth the effort to role play basically? Oh, I think it's funny if that's your personality and you think and you can play the different characters and you can add uh, different different flavors to each one and you're and at the end of the day people are getting some sort of information getting some sort of entertainment it's worth it I think it's really funny there's this guy he's um gosh I, I don't know his name but I know he's like a finance guy and he's and he was just like alone in his apartment a lot during COVID I think he was trying to make it to, as an actor and there weren't any acting jobs and it's uh -huh. just him in his apartment uh like acting out all these roles and when he wants to play a woman he puts a towel on his head like that's a thing oh, like they put a towel I've on his head yes. yeah or like or no what he does is he wraps his hair up in like a little turban thing and so that's the and so he'll just go back and forth like that and um mm -hmm. so i think if i think it's a lot of fun. now people might think you're nuts doing this but like who cares it's so funny <laughs> marcello says uh no guys will admit to using pinterest Oh. And that's how you'll stand out, Marcello. <laughs> Actually, men are a huge like men are a huge trend. Men are using it because they're getting into luxury. They're they're spending more like they're really into their homes. Yeah. So like yeah. And my co-host Jeff, his his business is actually called Manly Pinterest Tips, and he's got this big beard. He's very manly. So yeah, huh. he would like yeah. Men are uh well, they're at least fifty percent of the market on Pinterest. <laughs> there you go, folks. So Jennifer has a really realistic question. Um, how do you keep up with all these platforms without feeling burnt out? Oh, like being on them? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Like even if you pick two or three just to manage all that, right? Um, I mean, burnout is real, right? We see creators that, you know, get exponential growth and then they're like silent for months because they just couldn't. It, yeah. It's hard to keep up sometimes. Any well, advice you have around that? Few tips. Batch your content. Batch yeah. your content. And if you want to know how to do this, I need you to check out my friend, Kelly Noble Marabella, Kelly Marabella. And she her whole business model is helping social media people batch their content. So you are creating content once, you know, you wear different shirts, you put on different things, and you're doing your weeks or your months worth of content. And she teaches you this how to schedule Kelly it. Kelly who? What's the Kelly, last name? Kelly Marabella. M-I-R-A. B-E-L-L-A, Kelly Marabella. I'm going to type it in here real quick. Yep. So one, she teaches you how to batch your content so you're not constantly on there, right? And then you use tools like Agora Pulse to uh, schedule that content out, right? Um, and then, uh, and so that keeps you from having to be on there all the time. And then of course, you know, you monitor the comments, but you do it on your own terms, right? And if you're using a tool like Agora Pulse, you're not going to all the sites. You're, you're getting all of the LinkedIn comments. You're getting all the Facebook comments and you can react to it there. You can get all the Twitter tweets, right? You can react Spell to that it one for me. Uh, Agora Pulse. A I'm going to have to type this out. I'm going to write this down. Agora because I'm, I, I'm like Pulse. I'll type it in. Is this it? It is a social media management platform. I will drop it into the chat here for you. Thank you. But yeah. So, and then let me tell you, I'll send. There you go, folks. Make sure you get everyone. You're going to have to watch this back. There's so many like cool tools in here. 
I'm going to drop in my friend Kelly's uh, website here too, so you can find her. But that is her deal, is Kelly Marabella will teach you how to batch your content. And there's several people to, um, there are several people that teach you how to do it, but that is her, that is her thing. So uh, the other thing is, I'll, I'll throw this out there, is to definitely have boundaries in your life. I do not touch social media on the weekends, except, you know, socially, right? If I'm posting something with my family or my book club is messaging me or whatever, like, uh, but other than that, and uh, I will delete apps off my phone so that I'm mm. not on it. I also set a bedtime at night. So I don't, I'm not online after 10 PM. Yeah. Unless, yeah. you know, the co unless, <laughs> unless there's an emergency. So I definitely think to avoid that burnout, you definitely need to have these strict boundaries in your life and you build that as you're building your content strategy. Well, I want to make sure that we get in one last thing for this show because you're with Restream, right? What do you see as the future of live streaming? And any new features you want to share with the audience about Restream? Yes, I definitely want to talk about this new feature we just launched and made available to absolutely everyone. It is uh, the ability to embed your live streams to your own website in addition to broadcasting it live to social. Now, there's a thousand use cases for why you'd want to broadcast your, uh, your live show or broadcast your content or do your webinars on your own website. But it all comes down to one, you know, when we're talking about social media, you're building your kingdoms on rented land. Yeah. Building your kingdoms on rented land. At any day, and I've seen this happen through, uh, you know, I've been on Facebook and talking about social media for a long time. There was a one day where Facebook stopped doing whatever, right? And it devastated businesses. Like some people stopped doing their business. Why? Because mm -hmm. Facebook made one little algorithm change. But when it's on your own content, your own when your own content is on your own website, you not only control how it is displayed, but like you get to control the content. And then you're also bringing people into your website, right? So yeah. that's the most powerful And they tool. can shop uh, for other tools and services tools. on exactly. your website. Yeah, put your affiliate links in there, right? So make sure they're mm -hmm. in there. Uh, mm -hmm. I think as far as the future of live video, I think it's just going to get more and more inclusive. It's going to become more interactive as we uh, have more tools like Restream keeps improving every day. Yeah. You know, so gone are the days where you can get on here and just be like, you know, oh, you know, I don't know what I'm doing or whatever, because like we have yeah. the tools that empower you to do a professional live stream like we're doing right now, just sitting and in I, our own home, right? <laughs> I really want to say how awesome Restream's wow. pairing is. Like yes. that in itself justifies everything, you know, much less all the other tools and, you know, jazz and all that stuff that Restream offers. That Restream pairing of being able to pair with your guests and other people, um, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So I I love it. I paired my own, I paired my LinkedIn because this was a yeah. LinkedIn driven show. So LinkedIn live show. And I, um, yeah, it's, 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 it gives you the ability to double, triple, quadruple your audience, actually. Absolutely. And folks, make sure you connect with Grace Stuffy. She is on all the platforms. Yes. Uh, and for my audience that's on LinkedIn, definitely check her out on LinkedIn. Grace Stuffy, video content manager at Restream. So connect with her, everyone. If you didn't know her before this show, and um, yeah, 
it's there's so many social trends that we talked about today and also her um youtube channel so yeah. if uh ann or rebecca can post that in the comments again her social media news live youtube channel where she interviews all kinds of social media creators and have them share across all these different platforms and the tips. So be sure to do that. Um, I have to wrap up the show. There's so many things that do, are still, we could always do this do a, for another half We could always do another part two. Oh, I'm always happy. I this was, need to. this was such an honor. Yes. There's so many great questions. I will try to go back afterwards and respond yes. to them. There um, you go. Um, LinkedIn's a little tricky with comments. We can talk about it offline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, stay right there, uh, Grace. I do want to announce a few uh, upcoming events before we finish here. Uh, as far as upcoming events, I, for those of you that are in technology, a tech geek like me, on May 24th from 6 to 8 p.m., the Association of Business Technology Professionals presents Bopi Dahl, who is the CEO of CG Infinity, and we will drop a link to register for that, abtpdfw.org. And then some of my upcoming guests those of you, we just talked about storytelling. And for me, the guru of storytelling, especially on LinkedIn and actually any platform, is Quinton. Quinton alums, he's an amazing, amazing storyteller. Uh, so he will be my guest on June 2nd. And then on June 23rd, I have two ladies that will talk all about LinkedIn company pages. They wrote a great book called LinkedIn Gold, Lanier Johnston and Michelle Raymond. So save that date, June 23rd. And then my other live show with CG Infinity, the CG Hour, we're going to talk all about the importance of mentorship. And that's on June 8th. So there you have it. Uh, I am going to bring back uh Anne as well as Grace and we are going to choose a winner oh for God. the best question we got today and what do you think they will win a lapel mic from me uh we will send that to the lucky winner but Anne who do you think had the best question uh, this is a hard one because I so many. I laughed a bunch of some of the things that were up here, like Braden with the PhD to do social media and stuff like that. That was great. Um, question wise, one of the ones that we didn't get to that I think is an awesome question is Jeremy Reddinus about the hashtags. Do you see that there? Yes. He's asking me about ah, if we should still be using hashtags on social media and how many where. And I think that's an awesome question. Grace, do you mind answering that now? Yeah, I think absolutely should. Um, you know, I think that, uh, oh my gosh, all the platforms change it where they'll be like, yes, hashtags, no hashtags. So I definitely think like at least three hashtags, you know, whatever. So I do that. Uh, I do that on YouTube to help us with our growth on, on like, you, know, you can put hashtags in the descriptions in YouTube. Um, I wouldn't overuse them. I kind of limit them to about three, but it really depends on the nature of the platform. So as you're going on there, see what other people are doing, but it's a good way to search out content. And then I, you know, if that's what you want to be searched for, if that's what you want to be known for, definitely hashtag it. Like I definitely, I wouldn't hashtag like, you know, 
I wouldn't hashtag a comment about quilts because that's not what I'm all about, right? But I'm definitely going to talk to you about TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or social media. So, yeah, I would just use them strategically. Oh, Fanny Fan. <laughs> that's trending. <laughs> yeah. Definitely use them right now on the show. We're we're trending that. Me and Olivia are putting it all over LinkedIn. It's yeah. going to be out there. Yeah, awesome. Well, there you go, Jeremy. Uh, send your mailing address to Anne, and I will get that lapel mic out to you. Thank you for being the question of the show, the winning question of the show, um, Grace. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for your time. And um, yeah, I think we need to do a part two. There, I we couldn't even get to the other half of the questions. There are I so know. many. It's such a, it's such a <laughs> big topic. So I know I was honored to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Anne. Thank you, Fanny. You, thank you, Rebecca. You have the most amazing team, by the way. Like <laughs> I learned some things this week about how well I'm you guys bringing on Rebecca. Yes. And promote. And I mean, I was just like blown away taking notes of like, and oh, and I want to do a shout out how well Fanny does prepare for her shows. I was like, <laughs> I have just, I was in awe. So you guys do a really great job. And it was an honor to be on, to be part of this today. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. And for all of you out there, the most important part of our show, the audience, thank you for joining us. Thank you for spending an over an hour with us and um, share with your friends and continue to shine your own light, continue to create content share your message, share your gifts, and I hope you do it through video so people can see you and see your light. Everyone, thank you for your time. Adios. Thank you, Grace and Rebecca. I'll see you guys in two weeks.